0: what you are about to hear is a comedy program it is not meant to be taken seriously if you do we still love you but you are a moron enjoy
1: david steves
0: Oh, uh, but the person oh, who really sure. got me into comedy was uh Boy George in Culture Club. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's because I <laughs> had that song in the '80s. It went. It went a little something like this. It was come, a, come, a, come, a, come, a, become a comedian. Yes. Ah, there yes. <laughs> I only used that twice on stage, but it's worked both times. <laughs> and then somebody came up to me, and was like, like, "I'll it. pay you five dollars if you never say that on stage again." I was like, okay. <laughs> "Jokes on him. That asshole hasn't entered an open mic since." So.
1: Uh well that's all right. I'll I, you know what, David, I'll I'll give you ten. John Batch. I I like that where uh, you draw the line.
0: I you're like, damn it, they're not paying their performers. Right I'm Listen, out of here. I,
1: you know, if 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 a girl wants to do any sort of, of nasty, awful shit, have you know, bucket loads of, of cum dumped on her face, wants to, you know, eat ass, do whatever she wants to do, that's fine and, and God bless her. But I'm gonna pay her and make sure she gets paid uh, well for that as much as I can. <laughs>
2: I'm just here because I know Dave. You guys know Dave? Uh, yeah.
0: You guys hate Dave? Jesus. I thought Dave was a good guy. He asked me to come here and tell some
2: jokes, so you guys are all like, F Dave. I can't actually say the word because it was, said, said it was PG 13. I would just waste my F bomb right on the back. <laughs> So how do we feel about Danny guys?
3: Let's
0: that. So I thought. Yeah,
3: okay. Thanks, uh, fun. People,
0: how do you guys make all
2: the drugs? And, uh, the legal kind. Calm down. Come on. But I like this. Wireless microphone. I can come to you. How's it
3: going, man? You're fine. You're smiling. nervously are nervous. going to take way back to sit. All right. Wait.
0: Or don't feel self conscious
2: for me, is what I should say, because I'm going to talk about being big. Uh, I don't know, it's 2020, roaring 20s, that's pretty good. I was like going to be kind of rude about it and be like, oh, someone just used all their leftover New Year's Eve props for the holiday party. Uh, big deal. And I'm like, well, it is a holiday party, and New Year's was literally eight days ago. So now I'm, I'm the a hole, so it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We Dave's here, PG13, nice, squeaky, clean, drug people
0: comedy. It's fine. <laughs> this is good versus evil ladies and gentlemen welcome back to good versus evil bonus episode Pew, 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 pew. fireworks <laughs> can't cracks we're doing it all ladies and gentlemen <laughs> so as always i am the good side of things david steves and this is a comic discussion
1: of the end of times and i am the evil side john batch uh david it is good to hear your voice again my friend Yes, good to hear yours as well. And I am more than excited to introduce our guest. John, are you excited? I am ecstatic. Is that more than excited? (laughs) I think that's more than excited.
0: That is. You heard his clip just earlier before coming on to this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, the king of Kalamazoo comedy, the one and only, he heads up Shakespeare's lower level. He has been headlining and featuring all over Southwest Michigan and probably internationally. Give it up for the one. The only Bob Frederick. Hey, oh,
2: man, I can just quit comedy now. <laughs> I have accomplished a lot.
1: We'll, uh, we'll add the applause in, in post. Um, no, that's not true. We're not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining can, us tonight, I can Bob. Add it, it
2: all the time <laughs> if you want. No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh Bob well, uh, thank you again for for joining us uh glad to have you on as our our first ever uh guest so uh thanks for being part of our our experiment here. Uh yeah. w- we are excited to have you. Um the way we're we're going to do this we're, first we want to get to know you as as a comedian kind of understand your perspectives on on comedy uh, and then the yeah. second in the second half of the episode we're uh, we're going to ask you a few more questions that are maybe a little more uh, personal in nature uh okay. so we can just kind of get to know you as, as a person a little bit. So yeah. Um we, we have a, a number of different questions uh, that we've, we've come up with and kind of randomized them, and, and uh, we're going to take the top uh, th- two or three here and, and go from there. But my first question for you, Bob, uh, is how would you define your comic voice?
2: Uh, first off, thank you for having me. Um, I, I don't know. Um, it's a good question. Um, mostly just happy to be there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, I feel like I, I'm about, what is it, before before the apocalypse, I was uh, going on eight years in or so, um, wow. maybe technically nine, um, but I feel like uh, lately, lately it's been trying to point out a lot of hypocrisy, I feel like, um, or I'm getting a lot yeah. afraid to kind of steal, steer towards political. Um, I feel like I kind of always have been, but like when I first started, I was allowing myself to be more the butt of the joke, but that's not sure. as funny to an audience. Cause they're expecting you to guide them through and be like, this is what's funny. Like, show me what's entertaining. Like, don't just be a sad sack on stage. Like it doesn't really <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> like, I feel like that's kind of, I still do part of that. Like I'm not afraid to be the butt of the joke. Um, but at sure. the same time, I'm trying to be, I guess at that point is uh, not afraid to make a point about something or like speak my mind even if it's gonna divide a room but then I have to also I'm trying to tackle how to bring that room back together I feel like and uh just I've had a lot of changes in my life so I I feel like going on going into like the last two years here um I'm doing a lot more figuring out of like who I am as an artist and a comedian Uh, and I still don't I I still don't really take myself that seriously about comedy (laughs) but um At the end of the day, that's, I I guess that's how I'd put it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I love how you, I love how you said, you know, you, you sometimes may split a room. You may, you know, take a, take a very opposing view, especially in Southwest Michigan. We have some very areas that are, that are quite conservative and some areas that are little. So how, how do you read that room to, to gel them back together?
2: I mean, that's the part I'm still trying to figure out, really, I feel like. Um, but at the same time, it's like if a, if a joke doesn't land, you can't sit there and dwell on it. Because I feel like that's the first couple of years of comedy is like getting a reaction more than you're getting a laugh. But then also not dwelling on the parts that don't hit. Because if something is not working, you don't sit there and just beat that dead horse going, oh, this is terrible. Did you remember how terrible that thing was? <laughs> Look at how terrible this thing is. Like, you just got to move on to the next thing if you can't figure it out. Or, I mean, if you – I guess it, it depends on the scenario, though, too. Because if you get a heckler or something, then you can kind of make them embarrass themselves and, like, get everyone on them instead of on your failure. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm I'm still figuring that out, honestly, because um, a lot of times when I do comedy, it's, like, in my room right now because I don't travel as much as I used to. Sure. So it's just, like – uh I don't it's still weird because I don't I don't have like a built-in audience like everyone thinks that if you run a comedy room that can bring more than 10 people at a time it's like oh you must have a built-in audience it's like no like the comedians (laughs) that I bring have an audience and they're different like every time so I feel like you have to be aware of who is performing and who the audience is there to see and not be afraid to fucking eat shit because the show's (laughs) not about you all the time unless you're headlining and even yeah. then if you're at like a random comedy club like the show's not really about you but you want to get paid and invited back the next weekend so it's probably <laughs> best not to do like all your political humor that week
1: <laughs> that was going to be my my follow-up uh, is as well bob is because i i know that's that's kind of a debate uh somewhat in the, in the comedy community uh is, is how political do you get and i you know I, I definitely can see where you you i wouldn't call you necessarily a political comedian but i do yeah. see where you, you you know you've done some you know some social commentary types uh type jokes and that's sort of, it, it it's it works for you it's great yeah but, but have, have you noticed uh doing more social commentary type of uh, material, has has that uh, benefited you in, in terms of your growth, in terms of being able to be booked places, or has that been a hindrance, or have you not really seen a difference uh, either way? Well, I mean, I
2: feel like, I don't know, like, I try not to dwell on, like, what other people necessarily feel about my comedy. <laughs> sure. At the same time, like, I haven't really gotten in front of a lot of bookers that are, don't already know like what I'm doing because like I just had a kid last year like she's one years old now so it's like I'm still like literally if I'm not getting paid I'm not leaving the house that often so it's like (laughs) I'm either open micing or doing my own shows or like maybe once a month like going traveling to perform um but I I mean I feel like it it doesn't really affect it I don't feel like because the shows that I'm doing right now are um mainly shows that people already know what they're getting if they decide to book me and it's not really an issue because they know i'm not going to sit there like i'm not going to go to the middle of nowhere and find a truck in brighton (laughs) michigan that has three confederate flags on the back of it at a country club and go fucking uh tell my uh (laughs) what joke Uh, like there's a couple that i'm working on that are more political but i purposely like shy away from that and just do the dumb shit if it's, uh, sure really <laughs>
1: right that's 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 fair <laughs> um so and actually that's that's kind of a um good segue into my my second uh question for uh for you tonight bob which uh is um you kind of talked about you you know you've been doing this for for eight years now and are just now starting to to learn more about your voice and who you want to be on on stage uh so if you could go back in time and, and uh give yourself advice when you were just starting out that first year, first couple of years, first six months. Right. Uh what what advice would you give yourself?
2: Um, that's a really good question. Um I feel like uh like I was saying before, um, and like I still don't take myself too seriously about it. Like I do this as much as I can right. and when you're doing it where we are, like we're not in a big enough market to where just doing stand-up we're gonna take off and like all of a sudden get on the road and like someone's gonna see us and take take us with them like we're their cinderella (laughs) like that's just not how it works uh that's that's how you feel it's like if i just hang out at that comedy club long enough like someone's gonna see me like it happens but it's like it's there's literally uh how many fucking people in mcn right now like right even if you cut out half of them like thinking that they're spam like there's 5,000 people in that group like there's 2,000 other people doing exactly what we're doing uh, trying for that same one or two spots so it's just if you really want to do it like I didn't take it seriously at all like I didn't consider a comedy an art form when I was like 21 starting out like I, I was just like I'm just here to get drunk and have fun and maybe someone will touch my body <laughs> if i ask them nicely uh, you had the chuckle chasers going for you bob i like it i, that I mean difficult? i that that didn't that works like maybe twice in 8 years so <laughs> I,
1: I, and, they, and now i don't know and now uh, now you're married now right so you can't really uh... Uh, yeah yeah
2: but it's like uh, I just, I would just be partying and getting drunk all the time and I didn't take it serious. And I literally had all the free time in the world. Like, honestly, if I could do it again right now, um, like the first time I went to Chicago, like on my own was like two years ago. And like, it's not that hard to get from Kalamazoo or even Grand Rapids to Chicago. Like Grand Rapids is a little bit farther, but that's still only a three hour, four hour drive. Like, right. It's not bad at all. Um, like get to the bigger markets and like network faster like I I could have been doing like an open mic in Chicago at least like once a week and even that's a smaller market than like New York or LA but it's just like I wish I would have traveled more basically and like expanded my horizons more in that respect and also just tried to do more than just stand up all the time Um, like tried to do another project sooner or something like that like I feel like those things have been more beneficial for me than just doing the same open mic like 18 times in a year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, that's great advice. Find new projects, find new ways to, to get your name out there. Um, yeah, I am a little upset that you're saying that we're we're no longer uh, allowed – we're not going to be able to just uh, get known by staying in Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo. I mean I might as well just quit comedy now. Well, no,
2: at the same time, like, <laughs> you, if you – but that's the thing is like if you invest in – like right now, it's like, all right, if you guys would have started this podcast – like, cause I mean, how far are you into comedy right now, John? Like a couple of years? Oh yeah.
1: About a year and a half, two years. Okay. Yeah.
2: So it's like, it's good that you're starting a podcast now. It's like, who cares how many people listen or what it's about? You're gaining a skill, like even, or you probably already had skills with learning how to do the audio editing and everything else. But all of these skills is you're combining these skills and your own unique patchwork of what you can do. And now you're developing your comedy talent and you're developing your ability to network and, I don't know if right. you produce any shows or anything but you're learning about all those things and then you can apply that to what you're doing now or maybe the next thing or like who knows maybe you get a bunch of people listening to this and uh, you become the next Joe Rogan and on Spotify like
1: <laughs> well that's that's why we brought you on Bob we want to get more people listening so <laughs> <laughs> I su- uh, I'm, we, I'm we good will- for three
2: probably and one of them is <laughs> going to be me
0: <laughs> and, and just to let everybody know we will sell our exclusive rights to spotify for just a million just just a million
3: (laughs) a million
2: dude i would sell i would sell my soul to spotify for like 12 (laughs) 50 and a drink ticket (laughs) no that's the thing i'll fucking no at this point like think about it this way though it's like you don't even need money if you were like featured on a platform like spotify in the top 10 podcasts for a year it's like i would suck the fuck out of spotify's dick for that kind of exposure <laughs> right. like be right underneath joe rogan like every single day like what should you listen to next after you've listened to his whole back catalog because that just gives me anxiety personally it's like sitting there trying to like look at something you got oh i got 20 episodes fuck that i don't have time right. but it's, it's like brutal just that type of exposure is like something that you don't you can't plan for and unless you're Joe Rogan and you're gigantic, but it's like, if you have multiple irons in the fire, like maybe you'll gain traction on your podcast and you'll meet other comedians through your podcast. And that'll right. lead to more opportunities with stand up. And you're also like have whatever else going on to where it all builds into itself and you create your own brand. Like <laughs> right. <laughs> right. it's just, uh, it all like you can, you can get successful where you are. Like, I mean, you guys are becoming success, like professional comedians. It's just, we are like professional level comedians. It's just, I'm not a successful professional comedian. <laughs> right. Like I get paid sometimes right. to do comedy that is professional, but I don't, it's not my day job. So I'm not right. successful at it. So uh, that's the way that's I like fair. it. To put
1: it. I, I like that. I love that perspective. I really do. I, I'm sorry, David, did you have a follow-up?
0: So I guess my big follow-up question to that is, you know, you've got your own podcast, yeah yeah which i've listened to it's hilarious i love it <laughs> thank it's, you it's uh you're welcome future self and it's yeah. about self-improvement and the the steps that you've taken on that journey so i've, I've found it hilarious i love listening to it uh yeah, thanks, big man. fan big fan <laughs> i
2: appreciate it you're like one of the first <laughs>
0: <laughs> i even got a couple well, shout outs in the first couple episodes yeah, yeah. i was stoked what, what what do you think makes a really successful podcast so like in the previous question you gave uh, advice to comedians Give some advice to your fellow podcasters what what can we do to make this the most successful it can be?
1: yeah, what are we doing wrong? What are we fucking <laughs> up
0: I, I don't know
2: i love I love this just because it's like uh my only uh, my only claim to being more successful than you guys is the fact that I started sooner. I think you guys are almost <laughs> have more episodes than we do um, but I mean uh consistency is a big one um like just putting out content that um, is available at a reasonable pace. I feel like that's my main problem. Like um, my podcast co-host Adam and I, we usually do it about once a month and that's like what our schedule is right now. I mean, we both have a lot of stuff going on. Like, I mean, we're fortunate enough to both be working. So, I mean, I'm more stressed at my job right now. So that's kind of putting the podcast on the wayside, but it's just mm-hmm. like um, finding a way to be consistent and like not getting burnt out about it. Um, is probably one of the biggest things. So that way everyone that does want to listen knows exactly when it's going to be there. So then like every Wednesday or every... Like when does this come out?
1: Uh, this will be coming out this this Saturday.
2: So every Saturday you guys... Well, you guys do too, right? Right. Well, yeah. uh, okay. Thursday and
1: Saturday. Yeah. Cool. About, and this will be coming out on, uh, on Saturday then.
2: Awesome. So like you guys will have a stream of content coming out for people to listen to. And it's like having audio like making sure that there's not any bullshit like audio issues or anything that someone's just going to be like uh because I haven't had anyone complain but that's because my co-host Adam Summerfield is just like such a perfectionist when it comes to that stuff he's like dude like we need to spend like 600 to a thousand dollars on equipment (laughs) right away because I'm not even going to listen to it and I mean Um, we didn't quite spend that much, but he was just like, if you need to figure this shit out now so that people don't bitch about like a little click in the background or like other stuff. So I feel like
3: that's,
2: that's just like releasing quality content on a consistent basis. You're going to find an audience for it, whether it be, uh, 10 people or a hundred people, hopefully it's at least like, you know what I mean? Hopefully it's somewhere in there, but you gotta also just want to do it for yourself or else like.
1: Cause, cause like, no, nobody else is listening here. anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some,
2: like we usually get about like, I don't know, like 30 to 50 downloads an episode awesome. right now. Yeah. Um. We were in a spot where it was so uh, intermediate that it was only like 10, like at first, but like we sure. kind of, the back catalogs kind of caught up, caught up. Like some of our episodes have over a hundred, but it's like, I, I'm, I, we, I haven't been consistent. So it's like, that's where I'm suffering. So, I'm going to like right now what I'm working on is trying to make sure I get back to doing like my way in episodes so that I still have an episode by myself. And I think I'll be doing episodes like this where I have like a interview someone or have someone come on and talk about like their goals or their progress. So that way I can make sure no matter what I can release one of those. And then once a month we do our full podcast.
3: Very
1: nice. Excellent. Well, uh, Bob, I want to ask you one more question because Dave, we've been, uh, we're about 20 minutes in. Is that right?
0: We're about 1745. 1745. Not almost. We're exactly
1: 1745. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Bob, I have another question. This is more uh, – I want you to tell us a story, okay? So I want to know uh, what is the best heckler experience you've ever had where you just totally owned the room. <laughs>
2: um, well, I didn't really own the room, but I accidentally incited a fist fight uh, <laughs> <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> at a bowling alley in South Haven. Um, wow. Yeah. I haven't like I haven't really had very many uh v- like nothing that was super mem- memorable for like owning it but uh I was probably uh, about a year and a half, 2 years in and uh there's this road comic that always like uh puts on shows. He used to put on shows like around town like uh in southwest Michigan whenever he'd be around. His claim to fame was, like, he'd been on, like, USO, and he's, like, a rock and roll comedian, um, but he was around, and uh, I think he did a lot of cruise ships, <laughs> that's the level of success, uh, which <laughs> I don't think any of us would be mad at that either, no, except for uh, pre-apocalypse cruise ships, uh, post-apocalypse, is right. probably... Uh, not a thing um right.
1: well th- i mean they might be coming back that's that's oh they're skill. gonna come back
2: and then they're gonna blow up no <laughs>
3: right.
2: germ capsule with all you can eat that's great <laughs> so. well if it's all buffets and recycled air i think oh. they're gonna have to re, re- recheck their business model <laughs> <laughs> sorry not
1: to interrupt your story but no
2: that's fine um but uh, I, I interrupt myself all the time. It's awesome. But, uh, <laughs> That's fair. Yep. But um, so anyway, I'm like halfway through my set. It, like I was only doing like 15 minutes or 20 minutes as like my first feature set. I probably had like uh, 10 minutes of decent material that I wouldn't punch myself in the face over. Uh, but <laughs> I'm like halfway through my set, and this guy like answers his phone, and I start talking to him like i'm like hey man what's up and he's just like one second and i'm like oh no i was like heaven forbid like we uh watch a comedy show that all 15 of you paid for yeah it wasn't even like that many people <laughs> it was like <laughs> i think there's 25 people tops um in this back like wide open banquet room of this bowling alley off all the blue star <laughs> highway and uh he's like one second and then another phone rings and he's got one phone here he answers the other phone. He's fucking hammered as hell, also, this whole oh time. God. Just like, mer, mer, mer. I'm like, dude, are you talking on not one, but two cell phones? <laughs> He's like, Jeez. hold on, man. I'm trying to get some pussy or something like that. <laughs> and uh, I'm just like, wow, I didn't know it was like split down the middle or whatever. And, uh, I wasn't that clever even at that time, but, um,
1: I mean, um, I mean, um it is, it is split down the middle. Bob, yeah. I don't know if you've noticed. I mean, like, you do have a child, so I would hope you know that by now.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, that was a bad joke. Um, I know, I know it was, <laughs> I, I deserve that. No, but basically like I didn't, I didn't say anything clever to him. Uh, like, did you cut her in half and like bury her with two separate cell phones or anything like that? Um, <laughs> but basically he's hammered he's talking he's trying to say that he's talking to a lady but i'm pretty sure he's not talking to anybody he's just acting out so instead of like trying to make a funny joke about it i was just like all right dude like shut the fuck up was what i told him because i was just like (laughs) i was so flabbergasted that he had two cell phones out just jabbering away on them like just sitting there talking and then all of a sudden after i said shut the fuck up some other dude like in the crowd goes yeah shut the fuck up and then that dude chirps back at him, like, uh, the dude on the phone's like, fuck you, you're an asshole. And they get into <laughs> this fight that just clears the entire crowd out. So, you know, really setting the mood for, like, this headliner to do an hour <laughs> after my shit. Uh,
0: <laughs> Please tell me the guy without the phones won the fight. Like, um, that's my...
2: No, I'm pretty sure he ended up in a headlock and got tossed out the back door, and then they still allowed us to, like, continue the comedy show after that, like, after a smoke break or something. Like, we all reconvened, and, uh, <laughs> like, there wasn't even a stage either. It was just, like, a fenced-in, like, a uh, balcony, like, area, like, an eating area that has, like, a railing around it, so it's already awkward like that, and, like, we... Basically, the headliner comes back out, and he's like, oh, yeah, you can, you can, you can still finish your set, and I'm like i don't know if i want to <laughs> <laughs>
1: how does fuck no sound yeah
2: <laughs> i don't know i got paid like 20 bucks for it and like i had to try and like salvage the rest of my set no one gave a fuck uh it was uh yeah. that was a decent story from that i guess like it was crazy that's awesome
1: oh that's that's fantastic i i love it all right well you know what i i, I think david it's, it's time to get into the the personal questions here uh let's get personal let, let, let's do it uh again thank you bob for coming on and and uh, we appreciate certainly all of your your comedy advice and your um your experiences it's it's great to to have that uh especially for for david and i who are still relatively new both about a year and a half two years in so uh, we we appreciate that very much but again now we want to get a little bit more personal uh so the 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 first question that that uh, i wanted to ask about what is the dumbest purchase you've ever made that you had to justify to your significant other and uh how did you justify it
2: mm. <laughs> um let's see i've made a lot of dumb purchases in my life
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Or, or David, if, if if you want to give Bob a second to think on that, maybe he, yeah, David, <laughs> David go first.
0: So I don't make dumb purchases. That's, sure. that's really <laughs> right, what it comes absolutely. down to. No, but when I came back from Iraq, um, so my ex-wife, so I came back from uh, excuse me Afghanistan, and uh, we deployed with somebody who else who also worked with us, and uh, his name was Mike. And so my my ex-wife at the time, she also worked there, and she sent me an email, and she was like. Oh my gosh! Look at the deal on Snuggies—they're forty percent off. And I don't know if you remember the Snuggies, it's like a blanket you can wear. It's the dumbest right, invention it's, ever. It's, it's fucking it, stupid, but it, you, it you is bought. the dumbest invention. No, I didn't. Congratulations! Buy. It's a backwards robe. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> what it is. And so I send her an email like, "Hey, that's dumb." So she forwards an email on to Mike, who just got back from Afghanistan with us, and he goes. You know what? I think you should buy it. I think that's a wise investment because it's buy one get one free. And she bought <laughs> two of them to give out as like presents and this she's like, "Do you want your snug? I'm like, "No, I don't want to we have blankets. I don't <laughs> want a backwards bathrobe because you can't even get fresh underneath the blanket that way. Like it's right. it, it's meant for old women who crochet. And are not going to get any. And now I'm divorced. So,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) low in shape. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) right. Exactly. Showed her, but she (laughs) left the.
0: She actually left the snuggie in the closet. And I'm not gonna lie, it felt really good throwing it away.
2: I thought you were going to say he did something
1: worse to it. (laughs) I'm
0: the good side of things, Bob. (laughs) John would have done unspeakable things. Listen, you you know, you
1: you cut a little hole in it, you know, and uh, look, it doesn't matter. The point is, (laughs) they are comfortable. I will give you that. They are comfortable.
2: You cut a little hole, you put a hood on it, and you got a mobile hole, baby. (laughs) Find out for real what that mouth do.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Excellent uh so bob gave you a second to gave you a second to think man uh what 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 do you think the dumbest purchase you've ever made i mean the most recent
2: monetary argument that myself and my girlfriend had uh was uh her and i refinanced our mortgage uh literally like rates were starting to go down and i was just like oh yeah like we'll get like a percentage because i do like Mm -hmm. home equities as part of my job so it's like i have a Like, I I don't do actual mortgages, but I have a good grasp of how they work. I (laughs) was like, oh, this will save us money. And uh, my buddy's a mortgage banker. And, like, she just was not aware of, like, everything that was going on uh, because I'm a bad communicator. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) Basically, she's just like, we got, finally, we got an argument over it because, like, it's february start of february it's like oh shit yeah we're going to close this beginning of march like we're, it's going to be great we're going to be saving like 200 bucks a month like it's going to be fine um we had to get an appraisal on our home and that literally happened like the day after like the lockdown started to happen and shit like that so like our appraisal came in low and like wow. the loan was all fucked up and like basically my buddy made sure it was okay but she's never met my friend who has helped me with it and he, he works for this company called Loan Depot, and she's like, "All right, like, and their they're their like business, like their job verification department completely dropped the ball. like they like completely fucking misspelled her boss's name and shit, so it got delayed by a month, and uh-huh. they were trying to charge us extra money for this, but they got it all fixed, because so I was just like, "It's not my fault the world ended, and you guys fucked up at verifying our <laughs> right. employment that made this take two months longer. But literally, we're like having an argument, and she's like, "Bob." Think about it, you work for a bank, and you got it's like what's the name of the business that you got this loan from? I'm just like loan depot <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: you it uh, was at uh, uh station next to like a a gold pawn shop liquor
0: like
2: do they also give squeezers out of a cardboard box you fucking <laughs> idiot um they
0: can cash your your check a week ahead of time (laughs) just go ahead
2: yeah but i mean in the end i think it's working out but uh yeah i need to talk more (laughs) 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 but yeah it wasn't necessarily the dumbest but it definitely i got made to feel like a dumbass because
0: of it i love it all right john time for you to get personal
1: all right. Oh okay, so the dumbest purchase I have ever made that I've had to justify recently I mean well, we, we talked about this a little bit on in the the previous episode david uh, some of the the sex toys that uh, demi and I have, have purchased uh since quarantine has started has really uh, spiced up our our sex life She wasn't so into it at first, but um but what <laughs> but you know the you know the the again the whips and the chains and such she's not too into but she's she's grown fond of him now uh, but but one of the big <laughs> one of the big things that has uh really uh i want to say caused friction but but i had to kind of hopefully go...
2: the opposite of that <laughs> <laughs> right because <laughs> um, with friction
0: comes heat <laughs> look out
1: oh yeah uh, no uh, heat comes chafing <laughs> <laughs> right, that's exactly right well we bought the lubricant too so that's that's okay. But, uh, but no, one of the, the big things that, that, again, I had to really go into thinking was, was uh, a good idea was, you know, I've done a lot of, uh, you know, kind of stupid videos and such on, on social media. Um, and so and for that, you know, we, you need a lot of props and things of that nature. So, um, uh, a few months ago, when when Tiger King first came out, right, and that was that was a big thing. I I did a a video that was me basically doing an impersonation of the Tiger King. Well, uh, you guys can see I I don't have his hair, uh. So I went to the store, and I, the only thing that I could find that was even remotely like it was this uh, like twenty five thirty dollar uh, Elsa doll wig, <laughs> Elsa from Frozen, <laughs> <laughs> and. Yeah, you it know, wasn't it wasn't a huge purchase, rather again, you know, twenty five thirty dollars. But but uh, she she didn't appreciate uh, the looks we were getting as I as I purchased. <laughs> you know, again, You're like let it go.
3: that's yes, exactly <laughs> what I was thinking.
1: I mean, you know, I uh, again, I I, I kind of look like an alt right Conor McGregor as it is. So, <laughs> you know, you know. Well, Conor
2: McGregor is the alt right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: So, you know, making that purchase in, in Walmart was not was not ideal for her. But um yeah, that was probably the, the dumbest thing I've had to justify recently.
0: But at least it was Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: like. I thought uh, i'm sorry
2: in advance for this but when you're like i had to go to her into it, i was like what that you're good in bed okay
3: <laughs> no i did
2: i did really enjoy your uh adam Deggy 5k post with the <laughs> eyes on your head that was fucking genius i i love yeah. that that was great <laughs> thanks i was mine. like yeah. john's good that boy good
1: yeah, it's you know i got i got to keep it on brand you know <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious <laughs> thanks uh David, I, I think you had a, a personal question for, for Bob as well. Do you do you have it in front of you? Otherwise I got it. David? Did we lose him? <laughs> Did we lose him? Or is oh, just shit. <laughs> uh, do you have a stroke, buddy? What's uh what's happening there? Maybe he's having a stroke. <laughs> oh my shit. <laughs> let, me, let me text him real quick. Oh, that's all right. Good thing we're getting this done now. Oh, yeah. we can edit, edit this out later.
2: <laughs> Looks like we lost it.
1: <laughs> Shit, right. I'll resend the invite to him real quick. Two hours later. Hey, David.
0: Hey, sorry about that, you David. guys. It, it it kicked me out. It was weird.
1: Yeah, yeah, we were getting sick of you, so um,
0: <laughs> that's nice so subtle funny. clues, you guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm. Robert, oh God, don't tell me we lost Bob. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh shit,
3: future yeah, uh, uh,
1: I think we got we got about uh, about I'm fifteen playing. about fifteen minutes more to to run, so we'll 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 do this and then we'll wrap it up. But um, uh, so we'll ju- we'll just take it from from uh, where I think we lost you, David. I think you had a, a question for Bob as well. Did you not?
0: Yes, I do. So Bob, here's my question for today.
1: What's one thing that you are really good
0: at that no one would expect? Um,
2: I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't know. I'm good at talking. I I mean, I guess my day job, like I I'm a financial consultant. Like that's okay. I I'm a banking consultant, so. I'm good at, like, telling people about their bank accounts that, I, that <laughs> most people would, like, listen to my comedy and then trust me with their money. But like, <laughs> I'm, I'm good at that. Like, I'm a loan officer, and I, right. I sell banking products to people. Well, I don't do much selling anymore, but um, I, I think that would probably surprise most people if they saw me walking down the street. So,
0: um, Have you I'm ever like, had somebody come in to the office and be like, holy crap, you're, you're Bob from – the oh, comedy yeah, show yeah.
2: people that i work with um because we don't interact with like customers in person um okay. it's all over the telephone like literally i work from like like okay here's me doing a podcast uh here's me working right now <laughs> 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 right. um so it's just like thank you for calling x and x bank this is robert fredericks <laughs> like, oh we lost dave again
1: you fucking kidding me <laughs> it's so funny like, he's just like <laughs> oh that's funny yeah no, he's, i don't he's still, He still it still shows that he's logged down he's just frozen up he's just got that never-ending <laughs> O face that's <laughs> good at that um but yeah, yeah I,
2: I don't feel yeah. like most people would uh see me and then trust me with their finances so um that's probably the only thing i can think of off the top of my head but i don't really make it known that i i do that for a living in my (laughs) comedy i keep the two very
1: separate well i mean it's too late now uh but yeah yeah yeah. you know (laughs) with all the you know millions of listeners that we get well
2: when you guys have millions of listeners then like they'll just bail me out with their uh twitter follows and uh (laughs) (laughs) it'll all
3: work out
1: (laughs) Oh Jesus! Give me one second. We'll get David back in here. I don't. I will. Um, I'll uh make sure to um, punish him accordingly, Bob. Uh, this is not the. We normally run a much more professional uh, operation than this. Oh no, I'm you sure. guys.
2: You guys are doing great.
1: Six and a half hours later.
2: Maybe I'll I'll try and ask you guys some
3: questions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How's well, your I'm, leg doing, man? It's better, man. Yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't fucked it up since, since uh, Labor Day. Thank God. I mean, because I was off uh, probably six or eight weeks uh, on that, just you know, on, on crutches and everything. I was still, still powered through it, but I'm, uh, you know, there, there have definitely been some, some close calls uh, since then, but I've, I've been able to, to power through it and, you know, still everything's in, in order. I'm still walking, not really limping too much. So very happy about that. Nice. That's good, man. Like you feel like you're somewhat back to normal? Well, I mean, are, are any of us? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I, you know, I, it, it, it really didn't affect me. Too much, um, other than obviously not being able to be as as animated on stage as I, yeah. I would have liked, you know. Um, but uh, was I got it a
2: break or like a torn ligament or.
1: I yeah, I, I shattered my my ankle. Oh um, shit! Yeah, that's the story. Is uh, no, I I don't remember what happened. I'll be honest. I, <laughs> I was I was pretty shit faced. <laughs> best stories (laughs) (laughs) like it was good for the first two hours and then it
2: really killed my buzz
1: um but apparently supposedly what happened was um i was running to go to the bathroom and got my leg caught up in like a video game cord like an old n64 cord oh shit and didn't realize i got caught up in it so i just kept on trekking uh fell landing on it just all the wrong way with all my weight on it yeah and you know, I got up, I'm I'm fine, I'm fine. You know, of course, you know, you're you're drunk, you don't know. Yeah, I'm, still yeah. went to the bathroom. <laughs> right a shattered shattered you know. ankle. <laughs> <laughs> wake wake up, you know, hung over at, at ten Ugh. o'clock the next morning and, uh. and I'm going, you know, maybe I'm not as good as I, I thought I was. So
2: was it like you woke up and like you wake up from like that blackout wake up where you're just like first where am I and then it's like your worst nightmare you're like right. ripped, like permanently yeah, maimed I, I, like. I can't,
1: can't move yeah <laughs> I, I've, I've got video somewhere off to see if I can find it of uh, Demi my my girlfriend wheeling me out to the car in the like the, this old computer chair we had because that's all we had at the time you know and she's running o- <laughs> running over the curb and everything I'm practically falling out I'm still half drunk you know it's,
3: <laughs> oh god.
1: It was a mess. Uh, David, are you back permanently now? I hope so. I,
0: I joined without video this time to hopefully uh, cut down the bandwidth, but okay. I, 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 it sounded like I came at the end of a really good story. <laughs> and you're,
1: you're looking great, bud. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's the best I've seen you all year, David.
0: Oh, you speak my language, brother.
1: <laughs> um, so, so, David um, – uh, let's uh, – we're just kind of finishing up uh, some of the, the questions we had. I, I know uh, you, had, you had asked the, the question um, – pull it up again. The um, – where did that go? The, the, what are you some, good what at? What are you, what are you good at? Yeah, good so, at. so uh, answer for us as, as well. What is one good thing – one thing that you're good at no, no one would expect, and, and then I'll I'll see if I can come up with something at, at the end.
0: Okay. Yeah, so it always it always tends to surprise people that I was actually a collegiate athlete.
1: And then, uh, so <laughs> <I>
0: know, <right? laughs> shocker. Um, and then, but, uh, during, so during, uh, like a lot of team building activities in the corporate world, and you guys are know this is, you know, tell us, you know, two truths and one lie and they have to pick out the lie. And, yeah, um, right. and I always lead in with the, oh, I ran three years of varsity cross country at Norwich university. And, Without a doubt, everyone's like, that's the lie, that's the lie. And I was like, no, I used to be, like, in shape and fast. And I used to be, like, a really good runner. And um, and so now, you know, but even though I'm a heavier set, dude, I've still run two marathons while fat. Awesome. So, like, I can still get to the finish line. For all you ladies that are still tuned in, <laughs> he won't Despite, even get there. First. <laughs> I will get there. Yeah, you will get there much quicker, much faster. But I will get there at the end. I, pro- I guarantee.
2: He's like you're on the Kenyan pace. I'm on the looks like me pace.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great, David. I mean, at least you can finish. I mean, I I dream. <laughs> I smoke so much that you know it's i have trouble finishing a, a marathon that's what we're talking about is a marathon i think like at that yeah. point
2: you have trouble even getting started just like passed out on the floor at the beginning
3: <laughs> <laughs> just
2: flopping all over the place like where's the starting
1: line <laughs> yeah it sounds like me <laughs> I, know
2: that, I feel like that would be a better one for me, though, for that question. Like, from what David said is, like, I've always been shaped like this. And, like, also calling back to hurting yourself. I've dislocated my left shoulder four times from snowboarding. Oh, wow. And, like, the first time I did it, um, basically, I was – I was, like, I was a really good snowboarder. Like, I snowboarded for 12 years of my life from when I was 12 years old. And uh, the first time I went to the emergency room to get my shoulder popped back in, it was – I was, like, grinding rails, and, like, I slipped off and, like, popped my shoulder out, oh. and I get to the emergency room, and I'm sitting there, and I'm in pain, and, like, this nurse comes in, and she's, like, oh, how'd you hurt yourself? And I was, like, snowboarding, and they're, like, oh, was it your first time? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm just, like, fuck <sighs> you. Like, I've been in every single
2: resort in Michigan, and I've been riding for, like, 12 years. Like, no, it wasn't my first time. You <laughs> were, like, your first time. You're like, like I was yourself.
0: reaching I was reaching for the ho hos, bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was doing
3: 360
2: and eating a Twinkie over a 20 foot gap. Fuck
3: you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's
1: Fine. I remember the the first time I went uh, I went uh, skating or um um skiing rather. Yeah. Uh, I was I was uh, probably 13 or 14 years old and I have no idea what the hell I'm doing, obviously. Uh, but I I I start talking to these uh, these two young girls that were about my age at the time that were that come on that i'd met there and you know I'm, of course i'm i'm 13 14 i'm gonna brag about how great i am at skiing i'm gonna you know talk myself up i'm trying to you know get their attention uh so we get on the ski lift i'm not paying attention and we're mm-hmm. talking so much that yeah. that we move past the the fucking bunny hill past a, past <laughs> oh, the, we, we get back we get all the way to the top of like the the double black diamond right Ooh. and i i'm and i get to the top i'm like oh, Shit. Well, now I have to go. Number one, I have no other way to get down. <laughs> Number you can't two, can't write it down. I, well, plus my fourteen-year-old ego is not going to let me do it. I'm still talking to these these two girls. You know, I want to I want to impress them. So we start going down. I'm doing well for for what I'm doing. Uh But we we we, <laughs> we, we get to the point.
2: Motivated by pussy. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> we get to the point. There's there's a fork, and uh it's. It's, uh, hill one on the left hill on the right and then the middle it's it's wooded right so one of the girls goes down the left one of the girls goes down the right <laughs> and then you have to make a choice i didn't make a choice in time i go straight into the fucking woods <laughs> just dangling my <laughs> my legs in the air So how
0: sonny
1: bono uh, died dog <laughs> <laughs> <right>? <laughs> i know
0: Just be lucky nobody threw you a football. Oh, (laughs) Uh, RIP, Sonny. Uh, Sorry. She was was
2: probably waiting in the warming house like, where'd that John guy go?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So which one would you have gone, left or right? Which one did you really want to go?
1: Uh, I would have gone with the left. Honestly, she was a brunette and uh, that's always kind of been my thing. Uh, you know, I love me some brunettes. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, but she kind of had a lazy
2: eye. So uh, <laughs> She was a blonde, but she had a bit of a hump. Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh my God. Well, this, this has been fun. Uh, Bob, thank you again for, for joining us. We've uh, really enjoyed having you here today. Absolutely. Yeah, um, thanks Bob. Uh, well, thank you. But before we go, actually, uh, Bob, do, do you have any, uh, any social uh, handles you want to put out there?
2: Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me as your first guest. I hope this was as fun for you guys as it was for me. Um, all my Absolutely. social media, like my Twitter and my Instagram, which these days probably just Instagram is going to be the only, <laughs> only one left um, after the Trump signs that executive order just uh, <laughs> at bob underscore fred underscore rick is what i'm at and uh my website is uh, no glitter on christmas.com um and on my podcast is uh you're welcome future self you can find that at, at YWFS Pod. so go and give that a listen to if you feel so inclined uh it's Hell a good yeah. time um and shakespeare's lower level comedy uh will be back eventually with uh people that you want to see
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well we we certainly can't wait for for livecom to come back and, and shakespeare's especially um it's it's always been a great room i know any time i won't speak for david uh but for any time certainly i've uh done that room i've had a, an absolute blast you run a great room uh bob so thank you very much for that we're we're definitely excited to have that back as soon as it's able to do so
2: yeah i appreciate you guys and i hope i hope the podcast stays going well and uh Everybody should keep on listening to all the funny things you do.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. We appreciate that as well. Uh, David, before we go, did you want to run your social media handle, sir?
0: Yeah, before I do that, I just want to thank Bob again for bringing such big names to Kalamazoo Comedy, um, you know, especially at lower levels. I mean, we've had Stuart Hoff, Sean Patton. I mean, it's been it's been fantastic. You do run a, a wonderful room. Thank you so much. Um, my my Instagram handle is uh, chubby.guy.mafia.comedy because I don't understand how handles work. going to follow um, that shit right now. <laughs> so you could jump onto that. And uh, also dsteve79 because I don't care that people know that I'm 40. At um, the Twitter, <laughs> and then of course you could catch us at the uh, our podcast, Good vs Evil podcast on Insta, and of course Good versus Evil on Facebook. And you'll see my name tag there a bunch of times. So uh, feel free to friend me. Although if you come with some insensitive crap, I will unfriend you really quickly. Like a couple people have found out. So <laughs> <laughs> get <Excellent>. over here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is he talking to us? I don't know what just happened. Uh,
2: I, was, <laughs> I was I was gonna be unsensitive, but I decided not to. <laughs> oh come on! That's 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 I was my. Like, I was gonna be like, get over here, fatty. I'm <laughs> 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 um, buzzed. Bob, only, being intensive. Cupcake, <laughs> well, cupcake. Hey, I, I don't. I'm not good at that. I was gonna be like, I have questions for you guys. It's like, David, have you ever not been nice to somebody?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then, I have. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then John, same question but opposite. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think <laughs> I, I have. <laughs>
1: Uh, you can You That's can find awesome. me uh, at the John Batch on Facebook, Instagram, and occasionally Twitter. I do need to get on Twitter more often, uh, but again, as, as Bob it's it's that, dying' that, <laughs> it's, it's dying anyway. it may not be around much longer. Uh, this has been a blast. Thank you again, uh, bob we I've certainly had a, a, a great time doing this. Uh, this has been good versus evil, a comic discussion of the end times. as always, I am the good side of things, David Steves. And I am the evil side, John Batch. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your day.